know us as reviewers from YouTube. As BNB reviews it. But we're much, much more than that. So here we talk about life, relationships, entrepreneurship, among other things. Sit back, relax, and let's go. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> This is part two. Part two of our implicit bias. We had so much to say. We had so much to speak. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had to make it a part two. Uh, Part two. (laughs) And in the last one, we talked about disparages (laughs) in hospital treatment and opioid distribution and uh, childbirth. childbirth. But the other thing that I really wanted to talk about is even in choosing a healthcare provider, we don't even know who we're choosing. And that's in your choice. Right. What about when you go into the hospital and you're going for surgery or it's an emergency surgery? You have no idea no clue who's who, working on you. No clue what who you're going to get. ideology might be, what they may think about you and your kind, quote unquote. So it can be a little nerve wracking sometimes. At the end of the day, you really have to trust God and pray that he provides the right people, the people that will do the best job possible on you because I can tell you even just seeing I it's like tie everything into the riots right and that that's what really got us to think about it right. about you don't know who you're dealing with in the hospital or even who you're going to go see as a doctor and the riots at the Capitol brought this to light. Right, because we saw a mother and a son. You know, it's like Bonnie and Clyde going to the riots together. And the mother is a nurse. Doctors, police, all kinds of people were there. And these are people that could be like everyday people that you see. You have no idea. So when you're going and you're choosing a doctor, you don't know what they do in the after hours. You don't know what they're thinking about you when you come in. It goes back to the implicit Plus and advice. the explicit. Right. And you have, like Darling B was saying, you have no idea. It's one of those things you didn't have an idea before. Mm-hmm. But going back to the riots at the Capitol, to me, that was even more of an eye-opener. Like Darling B was saying, the nurse, firefighters, all these people, especially since we're talking about the healthcare right. professional, that these same people who were storming the Capitol. With Confederate flags. Right. Can be, next day they're treating a patient. Yeah. And you're going to say they don't, right, and, on you, a person. and you're gonna say they don't have any implicit bias on you, and you're gonna wonder why certain people, as we've been talking about, black people are being treated a certain way in these uh, hospitals and these doctors' offices. Right. Let's talk about emergency care. Yeah, that's another thing. Emergency care. We were talking in part one about COVID and being admitted to the hospital and being in isolation, but being just admitted to having a bump on your head, a cut, having going to the emergency room, and like we were bringing you stats in part one, we want to bring you some stats in part two from Medical News Today. Right. And this is an article they published from Frontiers and Pediatrics regarding emergency room. They're saying that emergency room doctors are less likely to classify black and Latinx children as requiring emergency care compared to white or Asian children. Also, they're less likely to admit black or Latinx children to the hospital after visiting the emergency department. And then there's another one, Kicker, which maybe Darling B can reiterate we were talking about in part one. Mm-hmm. They're less likely to order blood tests, CAT scans, or x-rays. All this compared to white children. This is children. So how know. many children? end up leaving and they have a broken bone but because the doctor is like oh no they're walking on it they're all right right he has a high pain tolerance oh it'll be fine yeah that just needs a little time (laughs) and and it'll heal i mean just like i said in 
part one that just blood test a simple blood test after how many years of going to the same doctor would have found out the autoimmune disease that this person was dealing with and they refused to do it until maybe they felt pushed against the wall right or they had a person advocating for them as we mentioned before as we mentioned part one and so ultimately again the reason why one that i'm mentioning about your healthcare provider a lot of times we second guess how we feel a lot of times we second guess if we have a feeling like oh maybe that person is treating other people with more respect than they are to me or whatever a lot of times we dismiss it and we're like oh it's just us right it's just no it's not always just you there's some people (laughs) that have some ill will towards you some implicit bias towards you right whether implicit explicit whatever whatever bias and so we're saying go with your gut feeling if you feel that way find another doctor Okay, and then also, like we mentioned before, if you have a family member that you can advocate for, somebody that can't seem to do it themselves, whether they're older, whether they're just, they're not overly aggressive or anything like that, advocate for that person. Because if once the medical system, people see that there's somebody there for that person, they will pay more attention and give more care to that person. And to finish off the emergency care, like I said, we were talking about children. Another study says in 2020, this is between 2005 and 2016, it said medical professionals were 10% less likely to admit black patients to the hospital than white patients. And then also on top of that, it suggests that black people were 1.26 times more likely to die in the emergency department or hospital. So what is that? That, What's happening? Why Why are the numbers so great when it comes to a certain group of people? Why are they the ones that have the higher numbers in every single case and then you're less not only you're less likely to admit black people mm-hmm. then once you admit black people you're 1.62 times less more likely. more likely to die right so we're just saying trust your gut a lot of prayer a lot of prayer covering leave the blood all of it <laughs> when you're dealing with doctors and hospitals and just do your research do your education right. make sure what kind of ratings does this doctor have what is their history what's going on with them and yeah just know try to know as much as you can going in if you're able if you're able to right like so we can go on and on about this medical implicit bias but we're gonna move on we need to move on let's talk about something (laughs) uplifting right uplift your pockets yeah streams of income (laughs) let's talk about a stream of income yeah stream of income so it's funny because we mentioned dogs in the first one if you happen to be a dog lover i am a dog lover okay john not so much yeah i can tell tolerate dogs, but I'm not as much of a dog lover as Darlene. I love dogs, okay? And if you're a dog lover like me, a great stream of income would be dog walking. For dog walking, small startup cost. You're not going to need too much equipment. Let me go over some of the things that you will need for your business. And I'm getting this from a website called Time to Pet, okay? And so they, according to Time to Pet, you're going to need your LLC or doing business as. Doing business as, I think you can get for a lesser amount, but you're probably safer if you're able to get an LLC through your state department. Obviously a bank account because we need to put 
put the money somewhere, a business license. It says professional organization. I don't know if you need that immediately, but you will need insurance. Right. And so some of the places that you can get insurance for dog walking are Pet Sitters Associates, Business Insurers of Carolinas. I don't know if they only do the Carolinas. You can check it out. Kennel Pro and Pet Care Insurance. So Pet Sitters Associates, Business Insurers of the Carolinas, Kennel Pro and Pet Care Insurance. Okay. And it says you need a website. I don't think you need a website, but marketing materials. Oh, definitely pet first aid classes. Did you know that they had pet first aid classes? I had no idea. I had no idea they had that. I found out that they Canine had. Canine first aid. Yeah. <laughs> you learn a lot. You learn a lot. I found out that they had pet first aid when I failed. <laughs> <laughs> a pet walking gig app application so or test so yes i failed okay and supplies right and then they also have a pet sitting software but i don't know if you need that immediately right just think immediately we're saying the small star cost mm -hmm. just think you're gonna need that leash right you're gonna need some poop bags mm -hmm. and if you know you want to keep the dog happy i'm sure the owner <laughs> wants the dog to be happy while you're walking the dog right some treats right all the stuff that darling be mentioned is stuff you will probably need in the future is good to have well, but if you you're thinking you need insurance right right and then to get that first aid as well right but to get started you're thinking how can i get a stream of income cash quote unquote fast mm -hmm. the leash a poop bag some treats get that insurance and you can be on your way and start with the people that you know or start with the people that might be in your neighborhood that you know that they have pets that they're going out to work and they don't have the ability or maybe older people that might not be as easy for them to walk their pet. Those would be great people to, I, I hate to use the word target, but I guess target for your business. Right, because you want to be there. Your goal is to solve a problem. Their problem is they need their dog walk and they don't have time. Right, this leads us to marketing, right? So what would be a good way to market this business like darling b was just saying first thing is word of mouth you have friends hey look i'm starting you know this dog walking business if you know anybody if you tell them about me i'd appreciate it right and then or even put up a sign you can put up a sign at the laundromat you can put up a sign in different places that allow you to put up public posts and to say that you have started a dog walking business and what about social media well yeah we're in the <laughs> social media age so you got the instagram facebook to yeah. advertise your business yeah if you have a personal one now so you know we can add that hey look you know i'm starting a dog walking business right 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 and if you're not ready if you maybe want to test the waters right Right. of walking a dog and kind of understanding all of what you need and what's required you can also they have gig i guess gig apps the gig apps like like, yeah, like, like an uber uber like for dog walking uber for dog walking right and some of those would be rover.com i believe wag barkley pets petsitter.com, petbacker, hair.com, holy dog. And those are some places that you can look up and get into it and maybe start making money right away. Yes, you do have to take a test. Like I said, I fail. <laughs> I, you know, I know the difference between different harnesses and leashes and all this stuff. I definitely didn't have pet first aid. First aid. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to get out there without having to go through an app, do that word of mouth, try that word of mouth or social media, and then get in these apps like Rover and Wag. Barkley Pets. Barkley Pets. Right. And then the great thing about this business is that you can scale it up because after you get into it and you're doing well and you're starting to get client upon client upon client, you can then hire other people and pay them to walk clients' dogs. 
Right. Just so, make sure you hire some people with experience. Right. To bring some more legitimacy to your business. Right, right. So this is a great way. And then another time we'll also talk about pet sitting because really anything that deals with pets, people love their pets, okay? Anything that deals with pets uh, would be a great business to get into, especially if you love them. Right. Right. So yeah, that is our stream of income for the day. Anything else? No, no. Other than our stream of income. (laughs) Our business that we have, um, we would love for you to go and visit our website at bnbreviewsit.com. That's bnbreviewsit.com. And make sure that you check out our custom order page and our our shop where we have our own designs. Yeah, so once again, bnbreviewsit.com. Yes. So, my Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this time you give us to speak to our listeners, Father God. And we just pray, Father God, as we close out, that you, as you cover us, Father God, that you cover those who will be listening to our podcast, yes, Father Lord. God. And we just thank you, Father God, for restoration for us, thank for restoration you, for those who yes, will be listening, Father God. And Lord, we just pray for your covering over all of us, Father God. We just pray, Father God, that you help us, Father God, deal with the implicit biases that yes, are out there, Lord. Father God, and just give us strength, give us courage. Father God yes, to deal with it Lord and we and just speak up when we need to speak up yes Lord and just help us Father God to be strong to be strong in you Lord and we thank you Father God for those who listen who will be listening Father God to this podcast Father God we pray for covering and blessing over their lives as well yes, Lord. Lord and Lord Father God we pray for peace Lord Lord give us all peace Lord beyond understanding Father God Lord you are Jehovah Shalom Father God you are the God of our peace Lord and Lord we just we just trust you and Lord we lean on you, Father God, Lord. It says, cast your cares upon me, Father God. And Lord, we're casting our cares, the cares of the world, yes, Father Lord. God, upon you, Lord. Help us to look at you and you only, Lord. It doesn't matter what's happening around us, Lord. Lord, you'll cover us under your wings. And we just thank you for your covering. Yes, we thank, thank you, Lord. Lord, for your protection. And we thank you, Lord, for the protection of every person that's listening, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We exalt your name. We love you, Lord. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 That is That's it. That's our show. That's our show that finished part 2. Yeah, part 2 and we hope that you enjoyed, hope that you enjoyed the stats about the medical bias and hope that you enjoyed our stream of income idea for the day. And, you know, we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. We'd love for you to email us at bnbreviewsit at gmail.com. bnbreviewsit at gmail.com. And so let us know if you've done any of these things, streams of income that you're thinking about, if you've experienced any medical bias yourself. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, email us and let us know. Right. So we hope that you enjoyed the show today. Yes, we hope you enjoyed the show today. We thank you for listening. Yes. And stay tuned for the next one. I'm John B. And I'm Darlene B. Take it easy.